This is a blogcast by UX Design Agency. Listen to our blog articles in audio format and get all the latest insights and knowledge about creating demanded digital financial products with the power of UX design. Digital financial services fail without the problem-solution cycle. We are living in a very competitive age. There are all kinds of digital financial services to choose from, and plenty of new ones enter the market every year. Customers are overwhelmed with the choices and their expectations are constantly rising. For many entrepreneurs, this turns out to be a dead end, leading their business to bankruptcy. Meanwhile, there are finance companies that use it as an opportunity to conquer the market. Their financial solutions are successful, demanded, and loved. Their customers are loyal and eager to recommend the service to their friends. What's their secret? Digital financial service success is directly dependent on its ability to ease users' daily lives and solve their problems. If the product does not live up to the user expectations, they will seek another alternative. There's a common faulty belief among many entrepreneurs. They are certain that it's enough to understand the user's problem in order to create a product that will solve it. Have you ever thought that way? Unfortunately, it's not all that easy. This mistake ruins thousands of new products and businesses every year. Offering a solution for a specific problem is not enough to ensure customer demand. The confusing thing is that it all starts with coming up with a good solution to an important problem. But between the problem and the solution, there are three crucial conditions that determine whether or not a product will be a success. To understand what these three conditions are, we need to explore the problem-solution cycle from the human perspective. It's an approach to defining a problem and finding a solution through three conditions that start with the context, that defines the motives, that then lead to actions. At each point, we use specific tools that reveal the process and give us an idea of exactly how the financial service should work. Make sure to download the white paper attached to this audio version or visit the full article at UXDA's blog as it includes a lot of important graphs and illustrations. So we start with the first element, which is context. So we start with the first condition, which is context. Beyond everything else, a person who is facing a problem has a context. There is an external context, for example, the situation in which the problem arose, the routine in which a person operates, and the lifestyle of the person in general, and there is also an internal context, such as emotions, thoughts, and hopes. To identify the external context, we collect information about the potential users of the digital financial service. We create a user profile that describes the lifestyle and habits of the user persona. Then an empathy map is created to uncover the deepest understanding of the internal context. 
A look at the future banking product from the point of view of the user allows us to better understand the limitations and opportunities associated with the product use context. There are many banking products on the market that lack demand. The finance companies have invested a lot of money and time in creating them. They base the solutions on a problem, but the customers refuse to use their financial services. Why? Because such banks and finance companies have not taken into account the expectations of the users. And there is no way to research user expectations without investigating both the internal and the external user contexts. Truth to be told, if you do not get to know your users' habits, lifestyle, environment, emotions, and cognitions, you cannot understand how your product can help solve their daily tasks and problems, and it becomes impossible to create a successful product. So next, we take a look at the second element, which is the motive. The identified context determines the person's expectations in searching for a solution to the problem, how he or she perceives this problem, where he or she will look for the solution and how they will evaluate the effectiveness and quality of it. This defines the motive for using the exact banking product or financial service. In fact, this is the job for which users hired the product. We can specify this using the jobs to be done framework and set the key priorities through the red route map. We need to look deep enough to find true motives that affect the actions of the user and their mental model. This is not something abstract. On the contrary, it's seeking concrete solutions for very specific tasks that will allow us to bring the conceptual model of the product in line with the mental model of the user. There are many who are certain it's not enough just using the jobs to be done framework. Though it's better than nothing, we believe the most effective way to utilize the full potential of the jobs to be done framework is to define the scenarios based on the internal and the external context of the user. Next, we have action. The user takes action to achieve the needed solution. He or she uses the product and interacts with it. Our task is to ensure that the product provides the user with a clear, enjoyable and effective solution to their initial problem. This is where the user journey map, user flow map, wireframes, UI design and testing comes in as user experience design tools. As you can see, previously identified context and motives are extremely significant to offer such actions that the user would consider acceptable and effective. Now that we have guided you through the theory, we'd like to offer a practical example for you to better understand this model. International transfers can be a major headache. The problem or the challenge here is sending money to someone abroad. Every traditional bank offers a straightforward solution, wire transfer. 
All you need to do is fill in a long and difficult form that requires specific information about your recipient. So, at first glance, the provided solution seems to resolve the previously defined problem. But when we ask users about it, we discover that they feel frustrated and dissatisfied. Because when you ask a recipient abroad about the needed data, they usually don't even know where to get it and what it is. In addition, the transfer takes days or even weeks, and the user is charged unreasonably high fee for such banking service. This leaves millions of people feeling angry because the usage context has not been taken into account. But what could happen if we implemented the problem-solution cycle in this situation? We would find that usually personal international transfer is requested ASAP because some of the customer's relatives or friends need immediate financial help due to extraordinary circumstances. They often don't have the time and knowledge to search for the complex data requested on the wire transfer banking form. Also, as it comes with unexpected events and troubles that may happen in life, the whole process is led by stressful emotions that make the lengthy procedure even more painful. The main motive of the customer is to collect data on the recipient and send money to them in an easy, fast and cost-effective manner. What if we offer to make the transfer by entering only the recipient's account number instead of all of the complex data? This is exactly what TransferWise provides, a peer-to-peer -peer international transfer service. Their fees are surprisingly low, and it's clear that their solution is based on a thorough analysis of the user's context, motives, and actions. The result speaks for itself. In eight years, TransferWise community has grown to more than 6 million people, sending 4 billion abroad every month. That is savings of 1 billion a year compared to conducting these transactions through local banks. So, as we come to the end of this podcast, let me summarize. To design a demanded digital product that will be loved by the customers, we start with the problem. To clearly define the problem and the tasks, we explore the problem solution cycle's impact on user experience by creating user personas and defining their jobs to be done. Throughout this process, we crystallize the context in which the problem takes place, the motives of the users that dictate the actions and what it will take to apply the right solution. During this process, financial UX design methodology and such UX tools as an empathy map, red route map, user journey map, user flows, wireframes, UI design, and testing are used. You can use this podcast as a cheat sheet to create digital products that can conquer the market amid the growing competition. This was the audio version of UXDA's blog article. If you wish to read the full version and gain insights from our other articles, visit UXDA's blog at uxdesignagency.com 
or find us on Medium by the name of UXDA. Let's add emotions to banking and transform the financial industry together.